You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. Always have to practice to rejoice and be glad in what God is doing then. Now, the devil is also at work and he's busy at work and he has his people to talk about what he's doing. Do you know that? The devil is busy at work and he has so many people to talk about what he's doing. You want to turn the news on and you really certainly hear what the devil is doing and you'll you'll hear it for days <laughs> well <laughs> we got to talk about what god is doing and keep talking about it and rejoice in what god is doing and uh exalt his precious name so let us what today rejoice rejoice, rejoice. he has gotten us through the first quarter of the year we are in now the second quarter of 2023 and it is our year to arise and build the second quarter is Kicked off. We yeah. are in the month of April, so we must be excited about what God is doing and continue to spring forward in all the preparation and all he has already written concerning each of us in the books of heaven. We're going to continue on with the topic this morning, launch out into the deep. And our essential question is, are you toiling, frustrated, and producing little when God has called you to tend? and multiply what he has already given. What does he want us to multiply? What he has already given. We're not called to be frustrated and producing little. We're not called to be toiling. We're called to tend, to multiply what he has already given us. We're going to start in Luke chapter 5, verses 4 through 8. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. So they had toiled all night. They were frustrated, producing little. But now they came into a time of tending. The harvest of fish that was brought into the boat could not be contained in one boat. They signaled to their partners to come over to help them out because it was abundant. It was already there. He, they used the same, the same tools that they had, the boat, the nets, their bravery to be able to go out into the deep. They use the same skill set now to tend in order to operate in everything, the provision that was already there. So we must keep our eyes on what we have, begin to work with what we have, and continue to move at his word. It is his word that makes a difference, his design for our life and our situation. Yes, so it's, it's so awesome when we find what God is doing when we link up with God. 
when we join him, then we get into the realm of tending. When we are with God, it's always in the realm of tending, not toiling. When we are apart from God, Diana, it now we frustrated. We have to be out there on our own, and it's it's requires sweat. Mm-hmm. It requires a lot of sweat. It requires a lot of tears. It requires a lot of pain. So Jesus came so that break that curse and to bring us back into a relationship with God. It's a whole month of teaching there. Go ahead, Diane. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 through 18, we look at Adam. He was placed, the Bible tells us, in the garden, which was already there. And he was told to tend it and to keep it. So the garden was first. Before Adam was placed in the garden, the garden was already created. All the provision was already there. So starting in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and to keep it. So his job was to tend and to keep it, not to toil, not to work something up, but to tend and to keep what was already there. Verse 16, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So he was put, Adam was put in the garden. He was put in a set place. He was put in a place of purpose, in a place of provision. And he was instructed to tend and to keep it. And then the Lord brought to Adam the animals to see what he would call him. So we have a creative wisdom to be able to see in order to tend and to keep. So there's a prepared garden for each and every one of us, a garden of provision that we are to tend and to keep. And we have a creative wisdom to be able to see what to do in order to effectively tend to it and to be able to keep it. But they chose in the garden, they chose toiling because they thought that God was withholding something from them. So they thought that they needed something that God told them not to touch. He said, you don't need the tree of knowledge. You don't need to know about the evil. You don't need to know about the bad because everything I've given you is all good. But they began to concern themselves with the tree of knowledge and they chose to eat off it. And when they chose to eat off it, the consequence was toiling. The consequence was the ground being cursed. And when the enemy came in Genesis chapter three, verse five, he told them, for God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So the enemy came in to make them feel like God was withholding something from them. So then they begin their shenanigans to try to outthink and outwork God. But he already had told them specifically, you don't need to worry about the tree 
of knowledge of good and evil because evil is not your portion. Bad is not your portion. Negative self-esteem, negative self-talk is not your portion. Confusion is not your portion. What I have given you is good. The Bible tells us in James, every good and perfect thing comes where? From the Father of lights, of which there is no variation or shadow of turning. So God's desire for us is good. The place where he has put us is good. The purpose that he created for us is good. The provision that is there, it is good. So we must tend to what we have and not to what we don't have. The tree of knowledge was not part of their provision package, but they tended to it. So if we just tend to what we have, tend to what God has assigned us to do, then we will move forward and we will prosper. This is so awesome as we study this week, Diana. Now, God created the heaven they heard. And after that is completed, God formed a garden for himself. He planted a garden. Now, God did not make man, watch this, Dan, and now tell him to plant the garden. So God created man. He planted the garden. And this is what I saw from your teaching. He asked men to do two things. One, he asked men to name the animal. In order for men to name the animal, they, a man has to have a, what? a creative mind. A very creative mind. So watch this, Dan. So God made man and placed in him a creative mind. A creative mind. Watch this. When we operate from a creative mind, we don't toil. Adam wasn't toiling to name the animal. He was just using his mind. And he started to name whatsoever he says. Whatsoever he called those animals, it was what? So. Now, so after that was done, God says, okay, Adam, now just tend the garden, not plant the garden. Tend it. Why? Because Adam was in partnership with God. When we are in partnership with God, when we're doing what God is doing, it, it, it is tending. It is what? Tending, not toiling. So man was having this great time tending the garden, using his creative mind until the disobedient came down. That's where you are. And you talk about that in your book, in both your books, Make Life Work and Business Smart, about our creative mind, mind. that we're not called to compete. We're not no. competing with one another. God has given us each a creative, creative mind. mind. He has given us each our own lane, our own assignment. So we don't need to tear one another down in competition. God has given us a creative, a creative mind to be able to move Ooh. forth in great exploits, to be able to benefit from one another and to move forward together, not to try to compete and try to scheme <laughs> against one <laughs> another, but to be creative and to be able to move forward in everything that he has given unto us. God has given us that gift. Yeah. He has given us that ability. We have the mind of Christ. The Bible tells us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And the key word is to let it. 
Yes. We have to allow it. Stop resisting it. We have to let this mind be in us, which was in Christ Jesus. So once you start to operate within the creativity that God placed within you, using your mind to become a, a blessing to others, you don't never get in the lane of competition. There's no need to. There's no need to compete because of the fact that you, you, whatever you are bringing forth is not, it wasn't there before. You're bringing something brand new that we all going to benefit from it. So if we don't compete, we uses, we uses that creativity that God placed in us to bring forth things that we all need. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1, it says, We then, as workers together with, with him, him. That's it. also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. So when we are tending, we are working together with, with him. him. He said, I plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain, which means God has given us all grace. And within that grace, he has also given us giftings. So don't allow it to be in vain. We have to come against the competitive spirit, come against the yeah. outworking, uh, trying to outwork and outthink God yeah. and one another spirit. We have to come together as workers together with him. When we're operating in our gifting, we're operating in our talent, we have dependency on God. But when we're working more on performance of man, then we, we turn our dependency onto man, and that's not where it was designed to be. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.